This is Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, the podcast, episode eight. Yeah. Our eighth episode. Yes. yes. Which I'm really excited about. But we have a lot of like housekeeping to do first. Oh, okay. I wrote a ton of stuff down. Um, I'm obviously not keeping track of any of the housekeeping because of my excitement level on this this match. Well, there was a few things that I had figured out literally seconds after we had ended last week. So I'm like, okay, let's go back <laughs> and figure out what I need to correct. Um, I said my birthday is the same as John Lennon, which it is. I'm not lying about that. I just completely forgot my birthday was the same as Eddie Guerrero's too. Dude, that one's a much cooler one. And I'm just like, wow, good, good wrestling fan you are. <laughs> we but can't be perfect all the time. I know, and it was a hard one to remember, but I did remember. Um, your boy's having a baby now. My boy is having a bouncing baby. I'm so excited for them. Everyone's having a fucking child. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not either. I have cats. Which makes me sound really sad, but it's fine. This is a personal choice not to have babies. Um, That was just something that I had thrown in there because that happened on Dynamite after we recorded. Uh, The other thing is, I forgot to say that the pay-per-view that we had watched, or the match that we had watched on the pay-per-view for my birthday, Mm. part of the collective, which I did not mention. Like a bunch of companies coming together to kind of wrestle during a pandemic and make sure people are still paid and you know that fans can watch something still everything looks safe like I said they had little sanitizer boys which were adorable well I have to imagine like everybody probably had to get tested before they showed up definitely and after too Ooh yeah um and then finally my little bit of cleaning up before we talk about the big amount of cleaning up um <laughs> Amanda was talking about Tony Storm and the last part of the previous episode, and I just couldn't believe I couldn't figure out it was Tony Storm because you, oh! you had like ticked all the boxes like that it was her, <laughs> and I still was like, "Who the hell are you talking about?" So it was Tony Storm, which good job. I also tried to watch TLC yesterday. We record on Mondays, so yesterday was Sunday, mm-hmm. and I tried to watch TLC, and it was just—I mean, my stream was really bad. <laughs> But I just wasn't into it. I tried so hard. I don't even know what TLC is. Uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. What? This sounds like the sickest pay-per-view ever. Usually only like a couple of the matches do things like that. <laughs> like have a table or a ladder or a chair. So. Mm. Also, if I sound low energy, it's because I am. I'm very checked out. <laughs> I have one more day and then I have two weeks of vacation. one more day of work two weeks of vacation we're gonna get you through this i'm double fisting drinks right now i have (laughs) i have my starbucks double shot on ice which is basically five shots of espresso in a cup with some coconut milk bro you're not gonna sleep tonight (laughs) basically gonna die and then i also have my peach green tea my iced peach green tea that's to settle me down after the insane amount of caffeine I'm trying to put in my body 
Okay, well, hopefully all of this will rev you up and then you can like, I don't know, get revved up to a point where you pass out. Maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking halfway through this podcast, I'm going to sound insane and kind of zoomy. So <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. This is going to be fantastic. Now I'm even more excited. <laughs> yeah. So okay. like to tell everybody that we got confirmation about someone's name and how badly oh. we butchered it. Oh my God. So... We got directly from the horse's mouth how to say, I'm still going to mess it up because I have to read it because I'm a terrible human. How do you say his name? Makabe. Makabe. So um, that's how you say it, everyone. It's Makabe. Um, not only is that how you say it, Maccabee is like the most atrocious way of saying it. So congratulations, Amanda. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're going to do it bad, do it the worst she could possibly do it right go big or go home has yeah. been my motto for as long as I can remember <laughs> but yeah thank you Daniel Maccabe for actually reaching out and being kind of cool about it sorry again we butchered your name sorry for so many things we yeah. have a lot of things definitely <laughs> a lot of things but um so anyways we got to hear from the horse's mouth like a bunch of the things that we were looking for which was so exciting and I hope we can continue to have that happen because it was just so much fun for me yeah and it was really nice to actually um he also sent us a match um that kind of put all of our questions like in one nice cute little bundle and put a bow on it yes like here's your answers I gave this to you all of them are in this one match so we'll have to put that match on the calendar or something yeah we'll just like just a little bonus a bonus buddy that works okay what else do we have to clean up um oh I was just gonna say that that one time I was on Smackdown I don't know if anybody cares (laughs) I care I want to know the full story about you being on Smackdown okay so um in 2017 I bought tickets to see Smackdown live at the Citizens Bank Arena in Ontario California wow that's like a little bit of a drive like an hour or so it's not that bad um so it's I don't even think it's called that anymore I don't know what it's called but uh yeah so it was February 21st 2017 I bought tickets for me and my boyfriend um as like a Valentine's Day thing even though I was like so stoked to go (laughs) so we get there we get sat and like the Citizen Bank Arena is not huge it's not like like Honda Center big but it's like it's sizable it's a good it's a good size they play I think they play hockey there or something. That would make sense because the rain is out in Ontario. Yeah, I think that's their their main thing. Anyway, so we get there, we get seated in our seats and we're like, oh, wow, okay, cool. Like, this is a good section. We're kind of not on the floor, but we're up a little bit in this like weird little booth area. And me and my boyfriend were on the very end of that. So you have to like walk all the way in. This dude comes by in a suit, <laughs> like looking Ooh, all yeah, looking all fancy and everything. So this dude comes by. There, there's usually like a match before just to kind of hype people up to get people ready for the show. So everyone's like excited. So there was a match happening. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> I think the Ascension and someone else anyway. So this man comes up to us and he's like, hey, I'm so sorry. We have to move you because oh. we're doing... We're doing a stunt here tonight, so we have to move you. I'm so sorry to inconvenience you. And he gives us these tickets, and he's like, can you just follow us? I'm like, okay. Thinking, like, 
shit. Like I have good seats. Like I'm happy where I'm at. I don't want to move someplace else. Yeah. I look down at the tickets and he we're in row one. What? And I start like nudging my boyfriend. I'm like, Cody, like shit. Like we're in row one, not thinking they would even put us like hard cam or anything. So you could see us. I figured like, yeah, side that's blocked. No, I'm fucking behind the announce table. Ooh, we and need to get like a screenshot of it. I think I have one. Anyway, yeah, so we're behind the freaking announce table. So the second that there's a commercial break, because I'm freaking out, my mom calls because my mom was like, oh, I'm going to watch to see if you're on there. My mom calls and is like, Ashley, is that you? And so, yeah, me and him were behind the announce table. And it was really cool and it was fun, but it was the night that Naomi had to, like I said last week, it was the night Naomi had to give up her championship, which I was really bummed about, but I did get to see a ton of wrestlers I loved and my boyfriend made faces at Austin Aries behind his back, which was really (laughs) funny because I hate Austin Aries. He hates Austin Aries too. Um, And then it was the same night that they were filming for that page wrestling movie oh so you could stay and like be in the movie we ended up leaving because we had to drive home but yeah it was really cool to see how it worked and everything I had never been to a live show before that wasn't like a small tiny show that's freaking cool man that's my story you can still see me behind the announce table I have wow I think I still had the same like brown and pink hair that I had like a couple weeks ago (laughs) but yeah that's my story you're famous kind of no not at all we're gonna put Ashley was on Smackdown on a t-shirt with a screenshot I got to see John Cena Ooh, you wait you saw him oh my god everyone can't see me oh my god (laughs) everyone does that joke to me it's because that because he's terrible he's a terrible like the gimmick is too much Stop it. My mom refers to him as Nikki Bella's ex-boyfriend. That's fucking hilarious. He loves that. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um, This week, Amanda got to pick the match. That's right. It's an Amanda Bones takeover episode. (laughs) I get to sit back and relax. I don't know if this will happen very often, but... Um, I got ballsy and decided that I wanted to choose the match. And so I went into like the archives of wrestling that I know and love. So we have, because we record on Mondays, but we put the episodes out, episodes, <laughs> the episodes out on Thursdays. Um, it'll come out on Christmas Eve. So I have Mankind versus Santa in the boiler room. <laughs> as a way to be festive because mankind was one of my favorite wrestlers um i was going to do that fucking gnarly mankind versus undertaker match but um after watching about half of it i think i messaged ashley and was like would this be in poor taste (laughs) because it's christmas time no just because of how gnarly that match is like oh i mean god people know how gnarly that match is People do know how gnarly it is, but I was like watching it and like 
just there was a pit in my stomach so I was like okay inevitably we cannot do this one maybe like years later when I'm a hardened fan or something we'll have like death match month and every match we do is a death match <laughs> Fuck. I'm in so instead of that I chose to do another Undertaker match because I like he was like my favorite wrestler when I was a kid I have no clue why but he was my favorite so we're gonna do Undertaker versus Kane from WrestleMania 14. Nice, nice. So let's start with Mankind versus Santa's because it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my favorite part is Triple H and is that Vince McMahon's daughter? Yeah, that's Stephanie. They are married in real life. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I wrote down, uh, it's weird to see Stephanie and Triple H this young. It's like, and also like as kind of shitheads. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like seeing your mom and dad in the 80s and being like, oh, my parents are kind of gross. <laughs> there was definitely like a, ew, moment. And I just remember like greatly disliking Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I hated Stephanie McMahon. I hated her music. I hated like. She had music. So oh yeah, she had a theme song and everything. Oh, barf barf she's the worst but i love that like the it was like oh triple h got stephanie this present and this is how we're gonna find out who mankind is gonna wrestle and it's like a fucking santa action figure yeah which is (laughs) this whole thing's super weird the setup for this was the weirdest thing ever but my favorite part was the interview before they shove mankind in the boiler room (laughs) yeah He's like, I don't want to beat up Santa. My kids love this guy. What am I going to do? I'm going to give him a knee to his chubby, cute belly or like a slap to his perfectly pink cheeks. Like it was, it was fucking hilarious to see mankind talking so nicely about Santa Claus. Also, yeah, because I put, um, kick him in those cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he like, he's so he's just so sweet and I'm just like he's gonna beat up Santa (laughs) there's children watching there are children watching they're gonna hate you forever mankind but I love that he like okay so then he's in the boiler room and I love that he walks up to Santa and he's like hey look dude I can't beat you up so it's whoever leaves the boiler room first wins and I don't need this win so why don't you leave first and I was like way to be humble bud <laughs> just in true mcfoley-ness like listen santa i'm gonna let you have this one yeah bro <laughs> fucking amazing um so then that santa who was like the most santa-y santa i've ever seen leaves so mm-hmm. but we don't know where he goes so maybe he didn't leave the boiler room who knows but then out of nowhere there's a fucking santa ambush three santas Three Santas come out of the fucking woodwork. Um, one of the announcers says Santa Mania, and I fucking lost it. Honestly, <laughs> it was the best title for it, though. Seriously, I don't know why it wasn't called that, but that was fantastic. Um, there's a trash can that ends up on one of the Santas, and then the, I think the other Santas get knocked out with a um, cast iron pan. Was that what that was? That's what it looked like. And then one of the announcer guys said something about a pan. So I'm assuming that's what it was. I have to call Amanda out on this. She literally gave the worst link. Oh, yeah. It was, 
the audio like in the beginning it wasn't so bad towards like the middle and the end but the audio in the beginning was like quiet 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 super loud like just blaringly loud you know we can't nail everything some things are going to slip through the cracks audio on a five minute match is one of them (laughs) it was just wonderful it was like oh my god okay let's get through this but um maybe maybe most people and maybe you don't know this either i do a lot of watching of the matches at work so the volume's on like 30 so i don't hear much of what happens wrestling wise anyways so for me it was like this is just a normal day it's all visual (laughs) it's all visual um that was freaking hilarious they do say i think who the three santas were Mm, yeah i know who the last santa is yeah the last santa is triple h the last santa is triple h total dickhead total dickhead move yeah i think one was road dog if i heard correctly i feel like i heard that too which i used to love road dog i forgot this is like this was kind of the my era of wrestling too when i was little um the other the last one or not the last one i guess the first one that they say i think was mr ass which is billy gunn Who's like an EVP at AEW now? <laughs> Interesting. I, I think he's an EVP or he's like a producer or something. But him and his sons wrestle now. Well, Ooh. he. I mean, he's always wrestled. But. <laughs> um, McFoley at one point says good night after he hit somebody with a baking sheet, and it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that was a good one. I that really liked that one. And then, um, okay, so. I forgot about this until Triple H did it. So Triple H takes McFoley, Mankind, and like slams him into a table. It breaks. And then they just kind of rough and tumble him and beat him up. McFoley's down. And then out of nowhere, Triple H does a suck it. And Uh, yeah, like I forgot that that was like his big thing. And then it was like, no wonder all the boys growing up were doing this. Mm -hmm. Triple H, thank you for giving every young boy everywhere permission to fucking do this i remember specifically a kid getting in trouble because he wore a d generation x suck it shirt to school (laughs) can't do that he was like my little friend and i just remember him having to go call his mom to get a different shirt that's freaking hilarious (laughs) i know it was like oh because yeah i mean who would let their child wear that to school i well you know, working at a junior high, I have to say the stuff that they wear sometimes is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the t-shirts that have been confiscated are fucking funny. <laughs> I bet. So Santa wins. Santa, aka Triple H, Mr. Suckett wins. Um, I was sad for mankind, but yeah. I mean. Dick but move. we couldn't have mankind win if we're all under the impression this is Santa. But it wasn't really Santa. I mean, we know it wasn't Santa, but there's small children in the audience that are kayfabing their hearts out thinking it's Santa. Good job. Good job. Yep. You hear that? That was a vocabulary word used in a sentence. We need. To, I need to get sound effects. I'm going to work on this in the new year. I During those two weeks I have off. <laughs> I'm gonna try to come up with sound effects if I can. I'm getting one for Amanda's use of vocabulary words. <laughs> I'll continue to make my own sound effects. I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now for the main match, Undertaker versus Kane. 
WrestleMania 14 in Boston, which for those who don't know, Boston is huge as far as the Boston Bruins being a big thing for like everyone that I love in my life. They're a Boston Bruins fan. Yeah. Hate you guys. We are Amanda. Yeah. Stop loving the ducks. No, never, never. And I ducks rule, but I'll accept Boston as like an East coast team. I'll do that. Okay. Whatever slowly brings you to the dark side. (laughs) To the black and yellow side. Yeah. Um, this match was so awesome. And okay. My favorite part about this entire thing was all of the setup and stuff leading up to this, like, oh, the Undertaker and Kane are brothers, and the Undertaker killed the whole family and left Kane for dead, and like all of this shit. And I remember being right on the edge of my seat for all of it, like, oh my fucking God, he's gonna fight his brother. He thought his brother was dead, but he's here, masked up, hiding his burned face hiding his disfigured face i think is what they were saying like yeah so man i was just gobbling that shit up like it was hostess cupcakes and so it brought me watching this again brought me back to that feeling and it was so much fun yeah i feel like 90s wrestling especially like late 90s wrestling has such a different feel it is just like big and let me say this now and y'all can fight me later if you want to i don't want to hear shit about cody rhodes's entrance because kane and the undertaker both have the biggest freaking entrances yeah when you sent me this match it was like almost a half an hour i'm like what are we watching and then i was like oh we have 15 minutes of Of, entrance of entrance because then my favorite part is none of the wrestlers even come out first. It's some guy. It's named- Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah, it's whoever that is. He's a baseball player that got in so much trouble for betting. What? Oh. He got kicked out of the Hall of Fame, if I remember correctly. My dad was a huge Pete Rose fan. That's freaking hilarious. And yeah, no, he had, my dad had this, like, <laughs> things you remember from your childhood. My yeah. dad had this, like, metal baseball card of pete rose in a little frame oh my god and every house we lived in because we moved a lot every house we lived in i just remember that card that metal card so vividly and yeah it was it was pete rose it was signed but not really it was like fake signed oh my gosh (laughs) so when they said pete rose i'm like oh my god like holy shit they were announcing this guy and I was like, wait, I thought this was the Undertaker versus Kane. <laughs> so I was super confused. And then this ass hat comes out and then uh, he's supposed to be introducing Kane and Kane's like, fucking shut up. And his music starts. <laughs> yeah, like, cause that, that dude kind of uh, was a little shitty. And then, so he was talking a bunch of shit too. Cause they were in Boston, right? And yeah. so- I think it had something. I don't know much about baseball. Like I know stuff about baseball, but not like I can't give you who won in 1998 or whatever. I can tell you it wasn't Boston. It was just a lot of shit talking on his part. It was. So then the ominous tones that are Kane's entrance music come on. And like, can I tell you how excited? Okay, so I know I always say like, give me a t-shirt off wrestler any day. Like give me the little boys that run around in undies. undies. But, dude, the late 90s, as far as, like, costuming went for full costume wrestlers, this shit was sick. I love Kane's original, like, outfit. 
Kane's original outfit is sick as fuck. The Undertaker, sick as fuck. Like, if you're going to do full body outfits, please reference the late 90s. Um, Kane has fireworks. Yeah. Both uh, of them end up having, like, fireworks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love pyro. Give me some fire. Straight up. I'm down for pyro anytime, any place. Let's do this. Except for fireworks. Keep them away from me. Let's let the professionals do that shit. Yeah, I'll go to a place to see them, but I don't want to touch them. I don't even like sparklers, people. Um, and then Kane comes into the ring, doesn't waste much time before he grabs Pete Rose and fucking tombstones him. Yeah, just straight up killed him. Like, get him out of here. So then he's wheeled off in a gurney, which I thought was fun. Um, one of the announcers says, oh, you know, this will be a lawsuit. And I'm, I fucking lost it because you see Vince... And he's like looking over the gurney, slightly concerned. And in my head, I was like, you fucking know Vince McMahon has you sign a ton of shit before you enter anything having to do with wrestling. Like he is not taking any responsibility if you get hurt while you're anywhere near him. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So like there ain't no lawsuit announcers. Come on, let's be realistic. They have to play it up a little bit. I guess, like, if I think about the age range of people watching, but I don't know, maybe I've lost my innocence. So 33-year-old Amanda is like, come on. <laughs> we got things signed before this happened. The logistics. <laughs> Just so realistic as a person that I'm like, I can't believe this. Yeah. Undertaker has the most epic entrance. Like, 20 dudes in robes with torches, lightning is striking there's thunder like yes that was back when he used to have the druids come out with them that was like a thing for a really long time it was a thing for a while and then was this not like trench coat undertaker era is that later yeah i think i wrote it down well there's i mean there's so many different undertakers but i what did i say oh goth daddy undertaker Um, I don't know what you would technically call this Undertaker. I know there's like American Badass Undertaker and there's like this other, I don't know. If you know the exact Undertaker era name, please let us know because I would like to know. But also, yeah, I would like to know. Um, <laughs> I have a note that says it'd be sick if the Undertaker came out to for whom the bell tolls. Oh my God. I don't even fucking like Metallica, but I just feel like the mashup of that world, those worlds would be sick. I want to say at some point, not that long ago, he did do something with Metallica, like in this COVID year. Really? Yeah, because I want to, I'll have to research, I'll have to figure it out. We're going to Google this, but I want to say that he had a match with AJ Styles where it took place in a graveyard and I think that something with Metallica happened but I could be so wrong or like something was gonna happen I don't know anyway that's besides the point I just remember him and Metallica being in the same sentence at one point (laughs) um so he comes out to like creepy organ music which is still like on on point for him and his look yeah what's it called like over tuna over tuna <laughs> that's what it's called i think oh. Song. oh too much tuna um i have a note that says way to peacock because he comes out in that like 
epic cape robe thing and it's got like a hella collar on it and so elegant he looks like a final fantasy character (laughs) okay sure (laughs) i feel like kenny would wear that (laughs) (laughs) um i could totally see your boy kenny wearing that that robe (laughs) yes with a high collar yep yeah um i was just gonna say i love a match with two big boys straight up this made my heart so happy um i also have some stats because i was like how big are these dudes so i looked it up kane is seven fucking feet okay he's huge that's are we kayfabing here a little bit (laughs) no no i looked it up because there's build and then there's actual weight and i looked it up because i was no fucking way actual height and weight for is seven feet 323 pounds are you serious dead serious i fucking looked this up because i was like no i don't want to know what you're billed at because that's a lie we're exaggerating that's but absolutely insane it's insane gets better undertaker undertaker he's billed at 610 but in all actuality he's 68 which is still huge yeah, someone who once dated someone who was six eight for a very long time—that is tall. That is so tall. So he's six eight, and then the Undertaker is three hundred and ten pounds. So like, shit. These are just two brick walls going at each other the majority of the time. Just it's big insane. boys. Just huge boys. I'm so in love with it. Um, I've always loved the Undertaker, and there is something about the Undertaker's nose that just speaks to me. That's such a weird thing to focus in on but i don't know i love his nose maybe because it's like kind of pointy similar to mine i don't know it's weird but it's my thing i'm just like i know it's so fucking weird i don't even have a thing for noses like noses aren't my thing but the undertaker's nose is something i've always liked okay so there's that here's rando weird facts from america yeah i mean get it yeah get it undertaker's nose <laughs> get it undertaker 10 would bang undertaker's nose <laughs> um so we did the stats they're huge um we did their backstory which is so fun oh my god the undertaker has like a little tear painted on this evening yeah so for it he's sad he has to fight his brother this I'm is devastating. To, I'm trying to think if at this point, because I think they said that he's only ever lost twice. Oh. I'm trying to think if this point, no, it wouldn't have been this point that he lost. That's, I was thinking maybe the tier meant like that's how many One times loss. he's died. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking prison this is how many people he's murdered <laughs> yeah but apparently he's murdered a lot so including his whole damn family <laughs> which seems so scary as a kid to hear like Dude, he killed terrifying. his parents terrifying and terrifying. Thought, thought he killed his brother but yeah just kidding he came back that's fucking hilarious but yeah dude totally oh so we go it's not until nine minutes and 29 seconds that they actually throw a fucking punch. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. Like forever. The video was 29 minutes and 11 seconds. So we literally have 20 minutes left of match. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's not even true because we have the end. 
Oh yeah, which was like a whole whopping five minutes. This this was hilarious to me. Um, so they do a lot of punching. Kane like throws the Undertaker into the ring post. Yeah, there was a lot of big boy lifting too. There was a lot of oh my I'm I'm just so blown away by the wrestling that occurred. Um, like just these dudes are fucking huge. And I understand that they are both huge, but like your huge lifting another huge is still just fascinating to me. Yeah. At one point, um, the Undertaker clothesline Kane from the like the top rope or the second rope. The top rope. It was the top rope. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Could you imagine just feeling that hit your body? Oh God, no. Well, and then part of me was like, I always wonder like how sturdy are these rings? Cause they get set up and taken down so often. Like it's fairground rules, isn't it? Like it's just bound to fall fall apart at some point. Um, But like if these 300 pound dudes are throwing them, their bodies into this shit, like it's good. It's good. No, the ring has broken before. I've never, well, now I need to find a match where the ring has broken. Yeah, you you should be able to find one. Um, There's like, you know, air quotes broken ring. And then there's like legitimately like shit snaps. Ooh, yeah. Which isn't good. No, I'm sure it's not. That's why I called it fairground rules. Because like inevitably it's going to fucking break. You don't trust it. I don't. Hell no, I'm not throwing my ass around one of those rings. I think, I think, perf- like, well, and also this is WrestleMania, so I'm sure it's very safe. It's OSHA approved. Checked and checked again. <laughs> um, there's a lot of wet hair in this match. There's a lot of air horns in this match, too. There are a lot of air horns. <laughs> I was just- People bring air horns in. Is well, that a thing? This this is outlaw country. You do what you want. How the fuck did you did people sneak air horns in? I don't know. There's also somebody in the crowd that yells at Undertaker while he's dying. Go back to your funeral home. I don't know what size your balls are, sir, but you better back up. It is Boston. That's true. It's Boston. They're rowdy as hell. They are so rad. I was terrified for that man's life after he said that. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't just pick him up right there and then in there. The Undertaker was dying because he had just had the stairs that Kane had uplifted from the ring thrown at him like three different times. Yeah, you know what? I did I did say that like in my notes that this crowd was hilarious. Like the dudes in the crowd, there was like a guy in a weirdly lime but avocado green shirt. Oh my god, yes. And I he was him. yelling. There was another like man next to him who looked like Geraldo, who was like <laughs> slapping, like, oh no, you counted to three, counted to three. <laughs> the yeah. level of seriousness from the crowd is my favorite. <laughs> also, did the guy in the lime green look super tall to you? Yeah. Okay. I feel like, do you remember the movie Happy Gilmore? And he like some he nail gun he shoots the nail gun and it ends up in his boss's head yes that's what this guy reminded me of for that's some funny like, you can see that for sure first person that came to mind that's um, pretty funny. go back to your funeral home i can't even go back to your funeral home oh my god paul bear's a dick i don't care what anybody says that guy's a dick but he's a, a, a dick in like an a good way is he 
Well, like, I feel like Paul Bear, like, has to get the most amount of respect. He's been around for, he was, he was around forever. Forever. He just, I mean, I get it. You're protecting your boy, Kane. And as far as the storyline goes, you've raised Kane as your own type deal. So, like, I guess I understand him hopping in the ring and taking a few shots at The Undertaker, but. But he's also always been Undertaker's papa, too. Well, then what happened? I don't know the whole story. I'm sorry. Pardon me, but you're not supposed to choose who your favorite is. You're not supposed to let the children know who the favorite is. This starts wars. That's true. You just silently let them all wonder who the favorite is. But we know Paul Bearer's favorite. It's Kane. Well, in this time, it was Kane. That's true. I'm sure. I feel like he goes back to Undertaker. Oh, we'll have to watch another match later. (laughs) Um, What else? My favorite also is from, from Paul Weir. Like the whole time he is screaming the backstory at them. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> like um, anybody watching at this point has to know what the backstory is. But okay, tell us more. <laughs> yeah, tell us how they died. How did they die, sir? Oh, he's disfigured because of a fire? Good to know. Like, <laughs> um, My favorite thing forever is people going through the announce table and it's usually the spanish or german announce tables and this time it was the spanish <laughs> i did not know that yeah i was so sad because undertaker in all of his big boyness like flew over the top ropes and i thought for sure he was gonna get kane and kane just like sidestepped out of the way yeah i sometimes i forget because of the fact like I have not gone back and watched a lot of like older wrestling after watching it when I was a kid. So you forget like that these dudes were actually agile at one point. Yes. Undertaker then was not Undertaker now. No, I haven't watched anything from the Undertaker now. I may keep that as like a let's let's remember him in his glory moments. I don't know if I could see him now and feel the same about him. It's definitely interesting. Well, he's like retired, retired now. Yes, I saw while I was researching stats that he retired June 21st, 2020. But he's also retired like three times. Yeah, haven't they fucking all retired that much? And then they come back for like a, oh, one match to rule them all type thing. Yes. Yeah, happens quite a bit. Just let them go. It's okay to be retired. We don't love you any less. No, I still love The Undertaker even if you're retired. Just stay retired. Yeah, dude. It'll be okay. Just so angry about him not retiring. (laughs) Don't come back. We don't want you here. Don't come back. (laughs) What if you just have like a rando person saying that as they sign their retirement paper? That's so mean. Maybe they would actually stay retired if somebody did that. Oh my God. That would be awful. Could you imagine? They have to go to therapy. He's given his whole body and life to this fucking company and people are like, don't come back. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, the poor Undertaker. Now I feel bad. <laughs> He's fine, I promise. Um, um, when we were starting this, I kind of, because um, I was just ref- going through real quick the end of this match, mm-hmm. um, but I told you I felt like they were no-selling each other like a lot. I think yeah. it was just like Battle of the Big Boys, so... There was because there was a lot of like, oh, pin Kane, he's up. Oh, hit Undertaker, he's up. There was no resting. 
there wasn't really any resting and like the undertaker got the shit kicked out of him for quite a while there yeah there was especially when they were around the outside when he got hit with um the steel stairs Mm -hmm. all that shit i was like oh fuck like i thought we were done um i'm gonna give a fucking golf clap to big boys on the top ropes doing stuff yeah that's definitely a thing i like because like i know tall dudes that won't go roller skating because they're like no dude i'm tall i don't need to be any taller because if i'm taller the fall hurts more so like (laughs) yeah i'm like if seven foot dude can get on the top ropes and throw a fucking clothesline at you we're good yeah so agile too like i said just beautiful Oh, and then like Kane, I love all the reverse reverse moves that happen every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just typical of this new generation, but it turns out it's originated from far back. Um, like the the Undertaker was gonna tombstone Kane, but somehow it didn't work out, and then it got flipped so that Kane was gonna tombstone the Undertaker. That was beautiful. It was so good. It was so smooth, so good, and so believable. Yeah, I I was like. I wrote lots of exclamation points on my notes because I was like, oh, oh, that's a thing that happened and I, I like that. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was so good. Yeah. Um, and then finally, after some slaps and some kicks and some other stuff, The Undertaker finally, he fucking tombstoned Kane like three times. And it wasn't until the third time that Kane stayed down. Yeah, because he kicked out of one of them, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he kicked out of one of them and then the announcers were like, oh my god, nobody kicks out of the tombstone. And they're like, the Undertaker has kicked out of the tombstone Kane has done to him a handful of times now. But he hasn't kicked out of his own tombstone. That's true. <laughs> so like, yeah, so um, and then the Undertaker climbs up to the third rope and he clotheslines Kane and then boom, we're done. Undertaker wins. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was going to say, that's when you get the creepy, like, sit up in the ring, right? Yes. Did he sit up in the ring in this one? Um, I'm trying to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like like a vampire comes up? No, he didn't do that. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, No, because he's still, like, laying down and Kane's out and then fucking what's his goddamn name paul bear comes back and like when he starts kicking him yeah so first he brings the chair into the ring and then we're like what are you doing with that bud and then he just like sets it down but then he goes over to the corner undertakers in and starts kicking him and stuff yeah and then he goes and gets his fucking big boy kane and he's like finish him off and so kane lays the i love when they lay and set up the props yeah (laughs) i like that too lays out the chair and then he gets the undertaker and he tombstones him on the chair very very intense stuff very intense stuff so the undertaker's dead yeah and then paul bear comes and gets Kane and escorts him out of the ring he has to take his his best good son and and leave yeah but the undertaker still has the win so well okay so that leads into what i was gonna talk about briefly the match that came after this with the undertaker 
um, the aftermath mm-hmm. was something called an inferno match. And Amanda's been doing this fucking thing <laughs> where she weirdly is in sync with the shit that's going on without knowing sh- the shit's going on. <laughs> so um, Paul Bear challenged Undertaker to a match at Unforgiven where the ring was surrounded by fire. And it was Undertaker and Kane. And it became what's known as the Inferno match. Ooh. Basically, you have to win by setting a dude on fire. Oh, we're going to follow this up with that one. No, so, what Amanda doesn't know is at TLC yesterday, Ooh. there was a fucking Inferno match. Oh, what? And this is what I'm talking about. Like, I, It's so weird. She's done this a few times now. Where I'm just like... How did you know without knowing? It's it's creepy. Anyway, um, want to know why? Because I should be a writer producer for wrestling. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I understand this has already all happened, but I'm psychic. Look at Amanda's there, and she's ready. She's ready to take over. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it was last because last night it was the Fiend and Randy Orton, and Randy Orton set the Fiend on fire. Oh snap! Oh, that's right because he already fought what's his name when he's not the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and he won. Ew, mm-hmm. So he won again. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not a TLC pay per view without Randy Orton. I guess. I don't really like Randy Orton, so I don't either. I've never liked Randy Orton. Me either. I'm not even like sad about it. He looks very different from the Randy Orton I remember. Baby Randy Orton. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> I think he came on one of the WWE things I was watching, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And Scott was like, dude, it's Randy fucking Orton. And I was like, no, it's not. He looks totally different. <laughs> yeah. Did that guy think his name? Yeah, I do. I do not like Randy Orton. I'm so proud of you that you're actually like watching more wrestling. It's really cute. I'm trying. Um, there's only so much available to me through Hulu. <laughs> yeah. So I've been, I've been watching a lot of high spots, and that's not a good thing ever. Because then I get <laughs> sucked into it. Get sucked into the vortex. I watched like 90s ECW last night for some reason. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted to watch a Jerry Lynn match. They make me so happy. There you go. That's all that matters. Okay. So it's time for our favorite moment. 10-10, wood bang. Are you, are you cutting, cutting ribbon right now? I am cutting ribbon. I have to be festive for okay. like five seconds. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was cutting ribbon, but I'll stop and pay attention to talk about 10-10, wood bang. Um, I think it's fairly obvious that mine is going to be The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say no one. Oh. But then I thought, like, Mick Foley just seems like a dude I would want to marry in a way. Like, he just seems yeah, dude. Like a nice man. Mick Foley is totally a marry one. 100%. Yeah. He seems like just like a stand up dude. So, 10 out of 10 would marry. <laughs> mine would be 10 out of 10 would bang undertaker because when i was looking up his stats can i tell you my favorite thing that came up was like 
The Undertaker, WWE wrestler, birth, retirement, marriages, affairs. And I was like, no, fuck. Yikes. So we don't, I don't know if it's, I didn't dig down that rabbit hole. I have to imagine, you know, it's hard being on the road and away from your person and stuff happens and we're grown ups and we make decisions that aren't always good ones. That and sometimes people just have an agreement. Yeah. So we're not in their marriages. We're not in their fucking marriages. I am certainly not going to judge it. So yeah, uh, Undertaker, I'm going to be very clear right now. 90s Undertaker yeah. is the 1010 would bang for me. Yeah. And yeah, 90s McFoley for me. Yeah. 80s, 90s. I'll go back to the 80s a little bit. But um, specifically, I mean, I would marry the Santa fighting McFoley. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. I don't like Triple H. Road Dog, Mm-mm. Billy Gunn, no, no, yeah, I don't really like anybody else either. So I'm not Kane, and I'm not an Undertaker lady. So yeah, well, bad. Just Google what Kane looks like without a mask. Oh, I know what he looks like without a mask. Interesting. It's, I'm gonna Google it. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I don't Is know. It like when Kiss took their makeup off. He just looks, I mean, he's a, he, what is he, like a mayor or a governor? Oh, what? Tell he's me what you a mean. mayor of Knox County in Tennessee, I think. Why did I want to guess Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, in Tennessee. Um, yeah, so he's like a mayor. That doesn't enforce a mask rule. How dare you? Yeah. I was even going to make a joke about like if if Kane can wear a mask for a 30 minute match you can wear it for two minutes while you're in the fucking grocery store yeah no Kane doesn't want to wear shit anymore goodness I'll fight Kane oh do it <laughs> level five four Ashley is gonna fight Kane <laughs> I'll be your tag team partner it's ketchup and mustard all over again it's a, oh my god it is ketchup and mustard oh my god we could do like two boys in a in a trench coat yes. you can just get on my shoulders and we'll fight Kane I'm so in <laughs> hold on where is my damn notebook because that needs to be written down god the imagery that is gonna you guys you guys aren't even ready for the fucking t-shirts that are gonna come your way like you don't even know and i'm sad for you but i'm not like you're gonna know soon i hope just me and amanda in a trench coat yes ketchup and mustard yeah in a trench coat this is gonna be hot fire oh my god anyway terrible so yeah it was fun taking over for an episode it was nice to sit back a little bit and not have to <laughs> not have to like explain, explain. Like so <laughs> yeah because yeah, i knew what was going on so maybe <laughs> all of the episodes that i take over it's just gonna be me doing throwback 90s matches <laughs> yeah which is fine i'm totally for it i want to too i want to get back into it i'm in okay well i can't say the next time when the next time i'll take over an episode but this has been fun this round thanks for doing it too you're great Also, it got me out of vocabulary, so suck it. Yeah, I didn't want to do vocabulary.
understandably so that's my christmas present i don't yeah vocabulary your christmas present is letting ashley be completely checked out this week which i guess is my christmas present (laughs) yes we both got christmas presents oh we're so spoiled we're so nice to each other it's ridiculous yeah well since we don't have vocabulary and we did the cleaning up of everything that we talked about last episode yeah we ordered our stickers i already made a post about it so most of you guys have already seen it they should be coming in i mean it's christmas so it probably won't happen this week maybe next week they'll be here so as soon as we have them we can tell you guys how to buy them and also i'm just waiting for that season desist to come through <laughs> for I that mean, macho man sticker we don't know let's not put that out into the universe yeah that's true i take it back i eat my words we only ordered 50 of those so like in yeah it's not the end of the world if we have to get rid of them limited edition get them while they're hot yeah straight up <laughs> buy them up everybody <laughs> um, um, i think next week we're um you know since well you don't know this but at tlc my girl came back last night the queen is back charlotte is back so i think next week we're gonna do a charlotte match well that'd be fantastic because that's i think what i put on the calendar yeah she's a bad bitch i'm happy i'm stoked because i haven't seen a charlotte match yet so that'll be fun yeah well she there's a lot with charlotte too so well this will be exciting i'm super excited all right see that okay then everyone until next week that's all have a good christmas yes have a good christmas be safe have a christmas whatever that means to you guys yeah or holiday (laughs) or hanukkah or whatever you celebrate kwanzaa even everything everything all of it yes okay so you can find us on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod you can find us on Twitter at HTTWPod. Or you can send us an email for whatever reason you want at hell to pay management at gmail.com. Hell to is the word to pay MGMT at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.